This year's donations might go to, say, the geology department. Oh dear, not the dirt people. Geology is the study of pressure and time. That's all it takes, really. What kind of activity has turned the lake massive? Look, I'm just a geologist. I like rocks. I love rocks. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Geology Flannel Cast. My name is Steve. Hey, everybody. This is Chris. Howdy. Happy New Year. I'm Jesse. Happy New Year is right. Yeah. Welcome back from a little winter break hiatus, and uh, we're ready to go. Yeah, I'm. I'm starting 2023 off on a. I'm. I'm. I'm bringing it hot this year. Yeah, man. I don't know if that's good or bad. So what was your excuse for 2022 then? I was tired. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> Just all year. All yeah. right. Well, we're gonna uh, get this get this show on the road. Get this party started while Jesse's still got a little happen to step frisky right yeah. now. Yeah. It's, before I get broken down by 2023. Yeah. It is all the right. fourth of the year. So <laughs> <laughs> hopefully Next we got some time. <laughs> Next week. Next week. Well, welcome everyone to the premier geology podcast, the geology flannel cast. Thank you for tuning in, downloading the episode. Got a um, action-packed episode as we always do. Um, so we just uh, get into it. Yeah. Well, what are we talking okay. about today? Yeah. The uh, the theme for today is radon. So this is going to be noble gas. Yeah. I'm... Um. Yeah, radon is a, especially if you're going to be buying a home in 2023. I know the housing market is a little bit in the toilet right now, but you know it's always good to know about ah, you know how on. radon it's, can. Affect your it's house. not selling. quite the toilet, but yeah, not not the best that it's ever been. Well, it depends on what side of the, the if you're selling or buying. True. Right. <clears throat> it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Yeah. So, all right, I'm down. I'm down. You heard it first, ladies and gentlemen. Jesse Thornburg, nothing matters. <laughs> so, we're talking about radon. I mentioned that it's a noble gas, it is uh, number 86 atomic number on the periodic table. It is all the way off to the right hand side for those of you who may not know uh, where the, the right noble gases side. are. Yeah. Um, what is that? Tw- that towards the bottom that, right corner. Is that column 17? What's no, or no, 18. 18. Right. Yeah. Look at that. Still got it. Still got yeah, my man. chemistry. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm not sure if I would have known that. I tell yeah, you what. The, uh, we, the facts we, on when radon was discovered? Well, hold on. Hold on. All right. I think, all right. I, uh, look, how many how many elements are there? What is there? 119, 120? Uh, it depends on whether you count the artificial ones. Well, so, okay. If we don't count the artificial, there's 92, right up to uranium. We should work our way through them all year. Ooh. That I'll sounds... let you take charge on that one. Yeah, I'll, I was just about to say uh, this is going to be a this is a promise I'll make and a promise I won't keep. We're definitely going to have to hydrogen. <laughs> we're I mean, we're get, definitely going to have to like uh, maybe group them. Um, I don't know how if we do a whole podcast on like seaborgium or something. I'll do well. We should let's put this one on the old list. We should do that that island off the coast of where is it? Sweden? Ah, uh, yttrium. Yeah, or, well, there's uh, like Island of Yitri, I think it's called. Yeah, so there's like four or five. There's a cave that like four or five different 
elements were discovered. Yeah, rare, rare earth elements. Rare earths. Yeah, we can do the actinides, the lanthanides, transition you know, my, metals. Yeah, I, my shower curtain is the periodic table of elements. So. Oh, well, nice. Yeah, well, you're taking the lead then. You see it every day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I have I have a big giant one hanging in my hallway too. So. Every guy. every time I'm in the bathroom, I just do a little bit of geochemistry, you know. I just had a <laughs> had a Google periodic table three seconds ago. <laughs> ah, come on out to my bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> All right, see you tomorrow. All right, we're gonna <laughs> podcast from Chris's bathroom. It's gonna be like uh, the scene from Psycho. <laughs> yeah. Might yeah. might sound a little echoey, but that's just us <laughs> in Chris's bathroom. Ah, <laughs> uh, any anyway, All that's right. uh, yeah. I'm in. Sold. All right. Do you want to guess the atomic weight? I mean, I know uh, it. Do you? Wait, I lost it. Is it 82? Well, 80, 86 is its atomic number. Oh, the weight. Yeah. 86. Uh, <clears throat> so what it would be um, weight 160. 222. Oh, I should have known that because 220 is the rare of the two. 222 is, is the main one, and 220 is the rare isotope of radon. There you go. How do you know this? Radon, two, radon 220 has a half-life of like is it hour, five hours or something, <clears throat> where 222 has a half-life of a couple days. I don't, don't ask me. It's... It's this in is, the this is memory palace. Here the, yeah. He is just a wealth of knowledge that just every episode, this guy just knocks my socks off. If yeah. only I could convert that into the money. monetary game. Yeah. And that atomic weight is in brackets, so I think that means it's like estimated. Yeah. Well, you know, there was the, uh, to go off topic for a second, there was the, jeez, uh, we were at um, the Keswick Tavern, and the three of us, and they were having trivia there that night. And we, we did we win? Did we win that night? The three of us. I think we came in second. And second, yeah. We came in second. But uh, the uh, that I remember that one other person was uh, accused us of cheating. And uh, <laughs> you remember yeah, that? I remember that. Yeah. And, no. Uh, Nope, just two two PhDs and an MS. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> nope, just three nerds sitting at a bar <laughs> is more likely what what it was. Yeah, because I think I think we lost. I think there was a category on like <clears throat> pop culture or something. Yeah, like pop like, music nope, or something. Yeah, yeah just bathroom break. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. but radon, you know, it's it's in the news. You hear about it all the time. Do it you? is an element on the periodic table. Dude, you, do we have the data on, on the information on when it was discovered? Please tell me. Ah, well, since you asked. Uh, <laughs> it was discovered by uh, uh, Frederick Ernst Dorn, a German chemist in 1900, nope, while studying nope. radium's decay chain. Um, well, that's not what I've got. Oh, what do you got? Uh, well, yeah. Controversy We're, already. We're something seven different minutes from in. the Virginia Department of Health. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh <clears throat> I've got it was discovered in uh 1899 <clears throat> by Robert B. Owens, who I've got a fun fact about here in a second, and none other than Ernest Rutherford. Ah. Which hmm. um and they were both up at uh 
where were they at McGill University up in Canada? Well, then who's and, right? Uh, was it Rutherford or Dorn? You well, said my, 1899. 1899. I said Nailed it. Yeah. One year difference. Yeah. So let's go who's first. <laughs> I will let the Virginia Department of Health know their website is uh, <laughs> filled I mean, with lies and deceit. All right. Yeah. Um, they have I mean, here- and then in, I mean, 1899, I also have to back this up further. I'm not trying to call out the Virginia Department of Health or whatever made up website you're on um <laughs> but um uh, uh a, a month uh, according to according to this source uh shortly after that in 1899 the curies also observed radium gas um when they were looking at, at radium this is decay product right mm-hmm. so yeah. So, well, this th- so they so that's four people who have seen it in 1899 versus your no name Joker in 1900. <laughs> but it did say that this quote well, no name Joker <laughs> while studying radium's decay chain. So uh, everybody found it from your uh, from radium. Every yeah, it's true. I mean, <clears throat> Ernest Rutherford is like he did. Uh, he was like the father of like nuclear physics, right? He was, he was kind of the man, right? He has an element named after him. Yeah. No, hold on, hold on. There's a second website saying that it's this German guy, West Virginia Department of Health. <laughs> <laughs> it's a second website. What is this? Do page right on? It's the the Virginia Wikipedia. Like, it, it was. It says it the was, same exact thing. All right. Yeah, they're all okay, copy well, and pasted. No, I mean, uh, Ernst, yeah, and it turns out it was a German by way of Virginia, Colonel Walter T. Virginia, <laughs> who on, discovered hold it. Hold on, hold on, First termed, what? Oh, wait a minute. They, this website does mention Ernest Rutherford. Yeah, they should because he um, discovered it. <laughs> first term, he called it, uh, Emanation, emanation by Dorn, and then yeah. radium emanation by radium Ernest emanation. Rutherford. Radium emanation was used like through like the 1950s. People would sometimes use that term because it is like a, a gaseous product <clears throat> that's decaying. You find decaying off radium, so they're you know they're because it's in the gas state like. There, there were some people not recognizing that it was actually an element. Right. They, they, they just thought, thought it was, it was like an, sublimating. Yeah. This emanation off of, you know, that's why they called it radium emanation. Yeah. But Ra- 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 This ra- website does say that uh, Ernest Rutherford begun the work extended by Dorn on thorium, though. Okay. Yeah. So I was yeah. just going to say that uh, radon can na- it's naturally occurring radioactive element but it's usually from the breakdown of uranium or and or thorium um obviously yeah. come from other things but so here's this is kind of interesting i we gotta um, get down to the bottom of this who actually discovered so Fred, friedrich friedrich dorn um hmm. he yeah he apparently in 1900 <laughs> published a paper saying he had discovered it 
or said he saw it a year after Rutherford and Owens and the Curies. Rutherford in 1901 actually gave credit to the Curies. Hmm. He said they were doing the work because Marie Curie had been observing it for for an extended period of time. And so like in her notes and in her write-up, she had she had noticed, you know, the the this this uh decay product. Um and so Rutherford was like, no, she actually saw it first and he gave her the credit, even though he was the first, him and Owens were the first to actually um publish it. Shot it from the sky. All right. I will say I will concede um it doesn't look like this Dorn guy discovered rad- uh radon. So yeah. It looks like yeah, it was uh Rutherford 18 according to Wikipedia now. I don't know. You want to trust the Virginia Department of Health or Wikipedia, whatever. <laughs> um Wikipedia. You know, here's the other interesting Ernest Rutherford discovered five it was radon was the fifth radioactive element that he discovered. He was the man. Along with oh, uh, Robert yeah. Owens. Did you mention Robert Owens? Yeah, because I, I got a story about Well, I, I've got a little fun fact, not really a story. Um, oh, shoot. Uh, Rutherford did the gold foil experiment. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. And now I'm saying he's the man. I, I should look at, make sure he's not like a terrible person. I'm sure he was. They all were. Allegedly. Uh, <laughs> um, Robert, Robert Owens... Bobby O, as his friends call him. Yeah. He was secretary of the Franklin Institute in the early 1900s from 1910 to 1924. And he's often credited discovering the the alpha particle or alpha rays, alpha radiation. So that's kind of a big deal. That's cosmic rays. Alpha dog, if you will. Yeah. How about that? So Rutherford also discovered uranium, thorium, radium, and polonium. So. Ah, polonium, I thought was Marie Curie, and she named it polonium because she was from Poland. Why is there so much deceit on the Uh, internet? (laughs) And yeah, the Curies also did. This is right off of Wikipedia. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, Marie Curie, uh, I thought I thought she discovered radium. I thought that right. was the big one. Yeah, Becquerel discovered uranium. Oh, I'm sorry. I misread this. Radon was the fifth radioactive element to be discovered. Yeah. That's uh, okay. where it comes. All right. I'm there sorry. I'm sorry. It's got, in I, the computer. I got I got all I I got all worked up there because I was everything I thought I knew was wrong. Nope. Nope. I was I remain correct. All right. That's, a, that's what I say to myself every day, even when I am wrong. It's not it's not it's not me. It's the kids who are wrong. Ah uh, anyway, 1899 nailed it. Yeah. All right. So uh what else? Where, where, where can we go with this? With uh, with with radon? Well, I guess the the main thing right now is that it's it's great that we're working off this nice, uh, <laughs> perfectly nice, formatted outline. Formatted outline. <laughs> <That's where I'm> <laughs> <going>. <laughs> we all uh, we all obviously have our own. We just didn't share them. 
<laughs> but we would like to thank our sponsor, who's probably cringing right now, <laughs> the Formatting Formula, formattingformula.com or YouTube forward slash C forward slash formatting formula for all of your Word document formatting needs. Um, any Anything you need to do when it comes to Word documents, uh, you can come up with custom headers. Um, the, when I say header, like the, the toolbars at the top, they can like set up macros for you and things like that. They... They're experts at setting up documents for regulatory requirements. You have very specific things you have to put in very specific places. They can help you out with that. Um, or all the way down to what I use them for all the time is just like, hey, here's a big, stupid, chunky document where the formatting is all messed up. Can you please fix it for me? And they'll take it. And what would take me, you know, six hours to go through a 200-page document, it'll take them like, you know, a half an hour. So formattingformula.com can't say enough good things about them check them out uh make sure you tell them the geology flannel cast sent you all right thank you very much steve thank you formatting uh, formula Ooh. thank you formatting formula um all right so uh where do you get radon from radon's produced from the radioactive decay of radium 226 and uh where do you find that? Well, it's found in uranium ores. Basically, you can get this from any any type of rock. From, I mean, you can get it in sedimentary rocks like shales, um, igneous and metamorphic rocks. Um, uh, it's it's everywhere. It's very granites. Granites, yeah, nice schist. Um, yeah, for a while there was a little bit of panic because there was radon gas coming out of some granite countertops oh we did a whole episode on that yeah yep in oh, 2015 or something yeah i'll have to pull out my uh there, list there is isn't there like there's a fun fact that if you took a certain amount of if, if you scooped up a certain amount of soil anywhere on earth you would find detectable amounts of radon in it Woo! Something like that. I, I forget it. If you took like a square mile of soil, you would get like one gram of of radon or something. Well, I I do have a fun fact about radon and how it was kind of uh brought into the everyday home limelight, if you will. Ah, if if you have a minute, it's <laughs> not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's a uh, nuclear power plant not not too far from here. And when I say here, I mean outside uh, in the suburbs of Philadelphia. Um, this Lim Limerick power plant is what it's called. It's a Philadelphia Electric Company power plant. They built it in the 70s, I want to say, like late 60s, early 70s. The, the Limerick Generating Station? There you go. Was... Um, uh was built oh wow yeah construction started in 74 and it was first commissioned in 86 there you go so but in in that interim time between 74 and 86 they um you know it's a it's a power plant so part part of the regulatory process is you have to have uh radiation detectors mm -hmm. when you enter or exit the plant to make sure Mm -hmm. Um, when, when you're exiting the plant, like you, you haven't been exposed to radiation and you won't like take it home to your family and, you know, or, and, and that, you know, unfortunately that was one of their like 
uh, redundancies to find out if there was a leak or something. Um, or also, one of the- short short side note: that's how they found out the Chernobyl plant. What exploded? Say, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. Say that in in uh, e, was it like a Scandinavian country started picking it up on the on their uh, detectors? Yeah, and the people so, entering. So the anyways the the plant wasn't even finished yet. They hadn't even brought any nuclear material onto site yet. Yet these radiation detectors were going off and they're like, what the heck is going on? Ruh-roh. At first they, they thought it was malfunctioning and then they realized it's actually from the people walking in to the plant and that uh, some of these homes in suburban Philadelphia have high amounts of radon problems and they were actually detecting oh, the houses was it because of the houses are built with the the schist yep well, and you know just the bedrock in general and and yeah. and uh yeah tons of cracks in your foundation and things like that um i mean you could have a brand new home that has radon and you don't need so, schist like yeah, a schist it's, foundation it's coming from the ground it's not it's not your foundation it's coming from the bedrock so i mean you make your foundation out of schist it's going to degas pretty quickly right but it's it's the fractures in the bedrock that brings it up into your basement yeah so they actually detected this uh from workers entering this nuclear power plant and went back and like tried to they basically had to like follow the footsteps of these workers to be like where are you coming across nuclear material (laughs) um and it turns out it was it was their basements so yeah so south southeastern pennsylvania um has the second highest concentration of, of radon in the country. No, and, and like, um, who's got number top, one? Top five in the world, Iowa. Iowa. I was not can, expecting you to say that. No. One. And can you, do you have any guesses why? A lot of lead in Iowa? No. Is it from the groundwater? I mean, that's sort of part of the story, but not really. It's from our good friend, the glaciers. They brought down a lot of granitic rock, ground up granitic rock from the Canadian Shield, and it's deposited in the soils of Iowa. Ah, so the Canadians are like, this is how we'll get rid of all of our nuclear material. We'll have glaciers plow it down. Oh, we'll bring the radon down in a Zamboni, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I, I think Iowa has the highest, it might be in the world. It's in definitely in the U.S. Really? Yeah. Um, just sort of natural. So, and the, the reason we care about radon, right, is because it causes, it's a gas and you breathe it in and it causes lung cancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it is radioactive, but like um, the, the particles are, it's not like gamma radiation where it's like a cannonball, like, you know, you're not going to turn into the Hulk or something. It's, it's very low power so it has very low penetrating power so even if you're wearing like thick clothing it probably won't hurt you but when you breathe it in and you have that very vulnerable soft tissue in your lungs that's when it can wreak havoc in there so if you keep mm-hmm. breathing it in over and over and over again it ke- keeps messing with your lungs and which then can cause cancer that's i mean i, I it is it is it alpha particle? I mean, I thought it was partic- beta, but you might you might be right. Yeah. I was going to say alpha particles are are super weak, like 
a sheet of paper can block alpha particles. Right. And I think like a sheet of aluminum foil can block beta particles. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's that, it's that chronic, it's the buildup. And that's, I mean, that's one of the things with lung cancer too. Like it's the idea, like smoking one cigarette's not going to give you lung cancer, but smoking a day. Nope. For- it will kids. It will smoke. smoke. Well, <clears throat> radon is the, is the number one cause of lung cancer outside of smoking. Mm-hmm. I should say it's the number two cause of lung cancer. <laughs> <laughs> and what oh, I have the number one cause of lung cancer in non-smokers. There you uh, go. Radon causes 21, according to was it, uh, the CDC.gov. <laughs> Virginia, the Virginia government. <laughs> <laughs> no, according to the Virginia government, cigarettes and radon, there's no such thing as lung cancer. <laughs> yeah, Virginia. Home, home of R.J. Reynolds. Yeah, you know. go tobacco. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Virginia, they're doing great work. Their health department's great. <laughs> We just lost the sponsorship for the Virginia sure. Department of Health. So, I, oh, I should. Much. Yeah, our legal department wanted us to say like uh, any anything we say about radon accumulating in your basement is it's up to you to test and mitigate. Yes. <laughs> so don't act or not act because of us. But you, if you think you have radon, you should get it tested. Oh yeah. Even, even right. if you're not sure, just get it tested. The the tests are pretty cheap. You can you can even get radon detectors like uh like digital ones for yeah, like Yeah, so I have one because my office is in the basement and I live in southeastern Pennsylvania. And I was I was sort of nervous. We're in a we're in a little sway, a little valley where my house is. And I was like, you know, I'm down here, I'm just breathing in below below ground. I have water that seeps up all the time. So I got a detector and, and really water, water can, uh, transfer the radon gas. Yeah. Well. So that would, that's yeah something we should mention is that, yeah, radon can diffuse into water <clears throat> and it can travel in the groundwater. So there's actually springs that have radon in them. And I want to yeah. say they're in, in Germany and Austria. So early in the, the 20th century, uh, a lot of these springs that were high in radon were touted as like health cures and Sweet. they were. And so, um, you know, it's, it's a form of what's a good word for a quackery. I don't know what a good word for it yeah. is. Snake oilsmanship. Snake. But in any case, uh, they, they were touted for this. I mean, a lot of radiation early in the 20th century was touted as a cure. There was my favorite is there were these um, crock pots that are like pitchers that had that were made of radioactive materials in the ceramic. And you pour water in them, you let it sit overnight, and the water would infuse with the radioactive material, and then you would drink it. And it was called oh. the Revigor, the Revigor pot, because it would give you. It would give you energy. But in any case, in Germany and Austria today, those spas are still covered by uh, insurance. You, you can you can go there. Nice. Really? It was, yeah, it was wow. funny. I was reading a story about it because there's actually a spa in, um, or not a spa. I don't know if it's, you call it a spa. There's a spot in Montana you can go to today. And it's, it's considered, it's called a health mine. 
where you can um you can get exposed to this this water that's rich in radium or radon uh and i was reading this article about it and halfway through it, it started getting very like pro radon and i was like oh this is What's weird the pro radon lobby like <laughs> <laughs> well so it, it was very strange because radon is very documented to cause it's it's a carcinogen <laughs> so it's like oh oh this is this is sort of interesting this is a little uh side story in uh understanding your source and scientific literacy yeah right and i i went i looked at the 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 author <clears throat> and it was like jimmy radon know, no it had had some credentials like worked at as a cancer epidemiologist at so-and-so hospital and so-and-so school all in the past tense, which was sort of a, you know, it's a little bit of a red flag. No. Uh, and so I, I dug a little into fired. (laughs) Yeah. Into who this person was. And apparently they were the leading proponent, uh, in the, in the eighties, nineties through the two thousands that secondhand smoke was not a problem. It didn't cause cancer. They actually were uh, kind of against radioactivity and and smoke as being bad for you. It's like, oh, okay. That's interesting. For the record, secondhand smoke is a carcinogen. Yeah. (laughs) Even there, even now, thirdhand smoke. Oh, yeah. Like you, you guys probably know, like they ask you, like, does anybody smoke? in the household and it's not not that's what they used to ask now it's like no, like do you smoke at all even if it's outside do you smoke at all because, because there, the smoke gets some... in your clothes and then when you go inside it can like off gas off your clothes and there's yeah some thought that third hand smoke is actually worse because it's the is the heavier particles or something that can really yeah i don't know but, um but circling back to you should always get your house tested um if you're buying a house get your house set like and and your uranium or radon is is it's a, it's a tricky little minx in that like your your neighbor on the left your neighbor on the right could have had their houses tested and no radon at all that doesn't mean that your house doesn't have radon yeah because oh, i mean yeah, it is a gas so yeah so like Very it just travels life. through the fractures sorry. sorry i bought a house last year end of 2021 i bought a house and uh we are under contract with this first house, did a radon test there, boom, spiked hot. We ended up not buying that house, moved on. And the second house, uh, which I ended up buying two miles down the road, radon test was good to go. So didn't, it's very localized. It's, it's yeah, everybody's. Um, yeah. And, and even if they have a radon mitigation system, just get it tested anyway. My, my dad has a house. Uh, up in Monroe County and they never got it tested because it had a radon fan. And then one day the radon fan went out. We, you know, it just burned out. We, they, they got it fixed and had a radon test and the radon's high and it's still high. So even though the fans on and it's working, it's, it's not doing enough. So, yeah. Um, and long that, story short, just get it tested. And that, I mean, that's part of it too. Is like, mitigation is is fairly simple 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you basically just put a pipe with a fan to, to vent that gas out of your house. It looks like, you know, you see them all in all around here in Southeastern Pennsylvania. They look like rain gutters, essentially coming out of the basement and going vertical up. And they have sort of this bulbous thing. That's a fan on it. Yeah. Almost looks like a flying saucer or something. And they usually, they sink them usually down into the concrete or down into the bedrock to sort of create a pathway to, to pull it out of. Yeah. Just keep that preferential pathway for the gas to make it the easiest pathway for the gas to come out. Um, So I, I, I've been, so I have the the detector and I've been monitoring it. And so there's, there's short term and long term. And it's, it's sort of interesting because it does fluctuate and it fluctuates seasonally and it fluctuates with the weather. And that's because the groundwater can really affect how the gas moves around. Sort Mm -hmm. of, sort of interesting. I've also even heard that when you talk about the weather, uh, when low pressure systems come in, it can suck more radon out of the, out of the ground. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. And, and, you know, just from a, uh, environmental scientist perspective, like, uh, when you are sampling indoor air quality for things like volatiles and things like it, seasonality has a huge play, especially in this climate, you know, like the mid Atlantic region of if, if it's, uh, when you turn your heat on in your house, you actually end up heating up the ground a little bit more than you normally would in say the spring or the fall or even the summertime. Um, so it, it can, it drastically changes the amount of like vapor yeah. that can yeah. actually come into your house. So for this podcast, I, I, I looked up my, uh, my radon report from when I was, when I was buying my house and with, so it's every hour. They they keep it in there for uh I believe they keep it in there for twenty-four hours. So they're, 24 they're diff- 48. Yeah, yeah, they're different yeah, lengths of tests and 10, 21 to 20. Yeah, so this was 48 hours. Okay. They kept the they kept the device where the sensor in there for in this room for 48 hours. And so not only do they ma- measure the amount of radon in the room, which there's still I mean, there's there's small amounts of radon and you know, I like like we said earlier, it's just so common. There's you're you know there's always gonna be a little bit of radon, um, but not only that, but they also this instrument measured the temperature, um, the atmospheric pressure, and then the humidity as well. So all that has a has a, plays a role. Know, effects, yeah. yeah, plays a role. Has an effect of the of the radon in the room. Um, one other thing is where did I see this stat. Uh, I just lost it. Uh, uh, real quick, while you're looking that up, uh, our granite countertop episode was episode 37 back in May of 2016. Episode 37. Ah, oh, back in the day, <sighs> we were just Radon. young lads. I know that was a good one. I, I learned a lot on that granite countertop. That's one of the, like. So we've done enough episodes where you start to forget some of the. You know, we we talked about that. You know, we've definitely had those conversations. But I think we got granite, a lot of comments about that one too. The granite countertop one that that's that's stuck in my head. That was a that was a good one. Classic, if you may. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I don't know if that episode's up anymore. So if you would like to see all of the past uh, Geology Flannelcast episodes, you can join our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash geologyflannelcast, and all of the episodes are up there. So check out the back catalog there. Uh, a little shameless plug there. But uh, <laughs> let's see, a 
According to the e- the EPA estimates that radon causes 21,000 lung cancer deaths each year. So I don't know if that's just in the United States or if that's global. It doesn't say, but um, radon's the leading, and we talked about this already, the leading environmental cause of any cancer, uh, second leading cause of lung cancer after smoking. And here's a, a stat we didn't say yet. People who smoke and are exposed to radon have a 10 times greater risk of developing lung cancer. Um, so uh, don't smoke because it's just uh, the cigarette smoke plus the radon is just a double whammy and it's uh, it's not a fun time. It's so, not a uh, fun time. No. So the actionable level of the EPA, they recommend four pica curies per liter? Curies per liter, yeah. And or becquerels per square, it'd be so it's 30. What is it, 36, 37 becquerels per square per cubic meter? Um, in in most parts of the 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 Europe in the EU, it's I want to say it's like 100 to 400 becquerels, which would be. 9, 10, 11 pica curies. So we're actually strict. What, what is that in Rankin? Yeah. Ugh. I only Ugh. deal in Rankins. Yeah. But I, so like my basement for reference averages right around two um, pica curies. So I'm, I'm below um, the, the, when it was first detected, the, the worker at Limerick, they measured in his basement uh, 2,700 pica curies. Holy cow. <laughs> That's why he was carrying it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was he glowing? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's pretty insane. <laughs> oh man. Can you, ugh. yeah, there, there are different, uh, calculators, you know, you can, you can easily find on the EPA's website, but um, I always found it interesting that like uh, flight attendants and pilots end up there. You know, they're the job where they get the most exposure to radiation, mm-hmm. um, more so than like X-ray techs and things like that, because yeah, they, they're just they're in a much thinner atmosphere and they get all those cosmic rays from the sun, and it just penetrates, you know, just that much more, which is crazy. cosmic radiation yeah yeah. um here's another fun fact about radon uh radon is in your water supply um it's not so much you could theoretically get stomach cancer from ingesting the radon in your uh in your water but you guys know what the uh the real uh risk is if radon's in your water glowing pee glowing no breathe <laughs> when you're in the shower you when you breathe ah in, the vapor pressure yeah the vapors you breathe in, um you breathe yeah. the vapors um yeah so that's uh you can get that's how you would uh if it's in your water you could get potentially it's a pathway to get to get the radon into your lungs is just by breathing in the air the yeah i guess uh you breathe i guess when you're in the shower you're breathing in a little bit of water how does that work um ah, just steam yeah i mean you're you're, you're breathing it like any any of that 
gas steam, is coming out. I guess out. you're breathing the steam, right? Yeah. yeah. As soon as I mean, as soon as the water hits the atmosphere, you you're, you're getting that um, that interaction where the where the radon is outgassing. That's why these springs and stuff you get a lot of buildup if the springs are in mines below ground, especially where there's really stagnant air. But as soon as springs come to the surface, that radon dissipates really quickly because the water interacts with the atmosphere yeah and and so it outgasses but but in some of these deeper mines and you know uh, a lot of mines underground mines this is a problem because of that idea where your airflow is is so limited yeah and we run into that a lot with different kinds of pollutants too like you may have like i don't know say you have like MTBE, you know, uh, methyl butyl ester. I forget. Yeah, MTBE. Yeah, you know um, me. Methyl tributylethylene. Some something like that, and uh, I should know that. I I don't know why I just blanked, but um, that 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 is you know okay. You have this bad drinking water uh, here. We'll we'll supply you with bottled water or filter to filter it out. But then if you take a shower and you don't have a whole house filter, then all of a sudden you can breathe all that stuff in. Breathe all that crap in, yeah. 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 So, yeah, get your house tested for radon. It's uh, it's, it's cheap. It's easy. Um, so if you like, and, and it really comes from breathing that stuff in for decades. Uh, you know, you got to be breathing, breathing in for a while. If you breathe it in, you know, just a little bit, probably be fine but you know i'm looking at uh there's a risk let's see i've looked at this chart here if you, it really comes i did you know I, I didn't know so much that if you smoked cigarettes and then were exposed to radon how how bad that is um, it's probably just weakening that tissue that much more inside your lungs and so yeah to show to uh uh, to put some numbers into perspective here, so like an, an average like background level is like two picocuries per liter. That's what's in my house. And I think Jesse, that's what you said is like your house. Yeah, about that. Yeah. So at that level, uh, two picocuries per liter. If you smoke, out of a thousand people, thirty-two people statistically can get lung cancer from that. Wow. Um, and that's six times that number right there. Six times the risk of dying from poison. You don't hear of many people dying from poison anymore. Unless no, you're, uh, not like the good old what, days. Yeah. What did uh, <laughs> what did Socrates take? Was the poison he took? Hemlock. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. So about thirty-two out of a thousand at that level, that background level. But if you don't smoke, statistically, about four people out of a thousand could get lung cancer from that. And uh, so that is about the same. It's funny how they have these things. That is the same risk as dying from poison. Um, but uh, if it's at a little higher at 20 picocuries per liter out of a thousand people and you smoke about a thousand people, 260 people could get lung cancer. And that is 250 times the risk of drowning. Jeez. But if you don't smoke about 36 people out of a thousand could get lung cancer from that. And that's uh um, you know, let's I, don't, I don't like any of these odds. No, yeah. no, that one was like twenty six percent. 
the one that's 250 times the risk of dying from drowning. I need yeah, to get out of my you basement. Said like two, 263 20, out of a thousand or something. 20, 260 out of a thousand. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to put a big fan in my window here. <laughs> well, and and so radon, because it is a noble gas, like once you have that that breakdown of the radioactive elements, um, whether it's uranium, thorium, thorium, um, or um, I, I guess radium, uh, the the noble gases. You know, they have like a, a perfect outer shell. Their elect their electron shell is full. It's nice. It's happy. It 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 doesn't want to mix with anything, right? So it it's it's happy being by itself. So so once it breaks down and, and you get that one part that's radon, that's it. It's it's radon till it's forever. Like so, it it'll decay. It'll go into the atmosphere and then it kind of dissipates. But that radon. You know that that's why it's I guess it's a it's a problem with the the breakdown and then the gas comes off and then that's it like it doesn't mix with anything else it doesn't kind of get absorbed by something and then go away or or you know become chemically inert because it it, it combines with something else like that radon is just it's a noble gas once once that decay happens it's out there and it it's done it's it's got nowhere to go but to the atmosphere. Yeah, so bottom line, the more you know, you know, don't smoke and be around radon. Just, uh, you know, life lessons here at the Geology Flannel Cast. So we try to, you know, just public, we're really here for the public service announcements with this podcast. Let's be honest. Yeah. So, so Je- Jesse, you have a uh, a digital one? Yeah. All right. I mean, I might get one. Yeah, just it's pretty. Check it out. Yeah, it's, uh, I, ch- I check it when I come down here. Love me some data. Yeah. My dad's house is at like 12. Ooh. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're in the process of trying to get that fixed. So what does, do we talk about the cost of a, a radon? Um, uh, mitigation system? A mitigation system. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's probably less than a thousand bucks. A thousand like bucks, maybe. Numbers I heard were like two. It could be like 2000, but. Yeah, that but probably. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking of probably 10 years ago or something but you know when you're building a new house it's a lot cheaper because you can you can integrate that infrastructure ahead of time but you know the fan itself is a couple hundred bucks then the piping is probably another couple hundred bucks and then you have to pay for the installation which is you know what's what is a lot more expensive than the radon mitigation lung cancer treatments (laughs) (laughs) or moving yeah we're moving too, yeah. So I just, know I'm just going to leave my windows open all year long, <laughs> <laughs> which would work, but you might be hot and or cold. Just put a box fan in the window in your basement. Just all right there. <laughs> Actually, that'd probably be better than nothing, you know. But <laughs> yes, um, but that would be expensive. You know what? What would your heating bill be if you had to have a box fan? blowing yeah. air out of your house all day every day yeah so it's a widespread issue um especially all over the east coast is uh of the u.s is notoriously bad for radon especially in the uh, the, the piedmont region just because there's so much there's so much crystalline rock that contains uranium along the stretch of the country and um 
you know, radar, uh, uh, radon does eventually, if, what, as uranium breaks down, we know, you know, you, you go, eventually turns to lead, but there's, geez, there must be like 20 elements on the way to, before it gets to lead. And radon is one of the stops as uranium breaks down. And so that's the reason why just, uh, that the, the East Coast, especially in the Piedmont region, that the East Coast has uh, such a high radon problem. And uh, it's not the end all be all. You know, like I said, you could you can medi- mediate it, uh, mitigate it, excuse me, not mediate it. <laughs> now, mitigate listen, it. Radon, we're going to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, you stay on your side of the house. I'll stay on my side of the house. Here's the line. You don't cross it. But uh, it's a fixable problem. You know, it's not it's not the end. If you do find that, you know, if you take a test and there's different there's short term tests that you can do. There's long term tests that you can do for for radon. The short term tests aren't as accurate. It's kind of like ballpark figure. The long term tests are more are more accurate. But if you do find that your house has radon in it, just uh, it's not the end all be all. It's a pain in the butt. I'm not going to lie. You know, time you got to shell out money like that, you know, it's going to not fun but in the long term you don't want to be breathing that crap in no it's it's better for health and safety and yeah with those short-term tests too just make sure you follow the directions a lot of them say like you have to keep the windows and doors shut um you know if you have like a super drafty door or something like that they even ask yeah tape it up you don't want to be like walking around anything that can disturb like the airflow or you know anything like that in the uh in the room i know when uh when I did the radon test for the um, that that well the two houses that I did them on, no, they didn't want anybody walking into the house. They were you know wanted the house like buttoned up and just you know kind of have the air be as stagnant as possible while they were doing the radon test. Yep, that'll give you a good reading, mm-hmm. or at least so, the, the most conservative reading, I guess I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's, uh, that's pretty much it with radon. I could, uh, uh, yeah. And tune in for the other, uh, 117 elements. <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'm excited I'm to talk about away. You guys, you guys can have your own spinoff podcast called, uh, yeah. do whatever you want, but you're going to kind of cap out at a hundred and or how many, how many naturally 92, 92. Right? Yeah, 118 if we count all the. You're gonna have to go ones. to yeah, 118 elements. You're, gonna, you're only gonna have 118 episodes. Look at all the well, extra episodes. 117 now. <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, right. <laughs> so. Uh, so you know, like, do we call it iodine or iodine? Ooh. Aluminium. Ooh. Or is it tungsten or wolfram? Wolfram. Wolfram. No, Who I guess. Tungsten, but who calls it Wolfram? That's it's, why it's a I W. Mean, that's the W on the periodic table. Oh. Same with, know. I mean, I mean, lead is PB for Blumbum. Blum-bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, why is why is tin SN? Anybody know? It, I think it's is it the Latin? It all comes out of the Latin. Latin stuff. Yeah, like uh, same thing as iron is FE. Yeah, lit, lead or tin is um, Latin stan, stanum, SN. Cool. I, I'm telling you, this is people are on the edge of their seat waiting for these next yeah. hundred episodes. 
All right. Well, I'm passing on that. So you guys have fun. I, I want nothing to do with that. Let why me know is, how it turns out. Why is Mercury uh, HG? Oh. Hydra Gyrum. That was my nickname in high school. Yeah. What? Where does that? Is that Latin? Uh, boy, that's a great question. Hydra. I, yeah, it sounds. Yeah, it's got sounds be, Latin. That's Latinum. Yeah, Lat Latinum. <laughs> Hydrogenum is Latinum. <laughs> Here comes the old hyper gyrator. Is what we called you. <laughs> Anywho, happy new on year, that, everyone. On that note, yeah. <laughs> on that note, thanks for tuning in to this yeah. week's episode of the Geology Flannel Cast, everyone. Um, happy uh, New Year! Check out Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah. I hope twenty twenty three is a hell of a year for everyone. I wish everyone yeah. the best. So, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. Uh, check out geologyflannelcast.com for, uh, uh, you know, just get the episodes of the podcast there. But there, we got some merch there if you want to help up the podcast, some t shirts, uh, uh, what else? Coffee mugs, stickers, all that fun stuff. Um, hey, listen, gentlemen, if we have one person get their house tested and it's high and they get a mitigation system, we may have just saved a life today. I'm just I saying. would like to see somebody take. Uh, some geology flannel cast stickers and put it on their radon mitigation system. Ooh. There we go. All right. Slap that flannel cast sticker on there and uh, send it to us and we'll post it on the Instagram page. There you go. Instagram, whatever it is. <laughs> Not the, uh, yeah, it'll be a little, little bit of a change of pace for the, uh, for the flannel cast Instagram. Or if you just have a cool picture of rocks, Slap that flannel cast sticker on there. Cool outcrop. Slap that flannel cast sticker on there. Send it our way. We'll we'll pop it up on the uh, the flannel cast Instagram page. So, um, all right. So yeah, check out the Instagram page. We're on Facebook, um, and then uh, Patreon.com uh, slash Geology Flannel Cast. If you uh, if you are in a financial position where you'd like to help out the podcast a little bit, we have several tiers of of membership. Um, we got a pretty awesome crew, pretty awesome loyal crew, uh, with the with the Flannelcast Patreon page. Uh, come do a little hangout before the podcast starts. Watch the podcast live on Zoom, and uh, you if you become a uh, Topaz tiered member, we will devote a whole episode just to you, and well, not to you, but to your topic. So. Uh, all that fun stuff there at uh, geology, or I'm sorry, that's patreon.com slash geology flannelcast. And Ooh. with that, the most important question of the night, Jesse, what song are you one. playing us out with? I got one. If we had enough money to pay <laughs> the world. Got to go with uh, Radon in the air. Phil Collins in the air tonight. Oh, oh, I can feel it in the air tonight. Nice. <laughs> I would I would pick a, a spinoff song, Radon Love. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, we should Radar Love, but yeah, yeah. doing parody yeah, songs yeah. here. <laughs> I'm doing the, the Weird Al Yankovic version, yeah. Radon Love. For <laughs> uh, that one guy that was the uh the the pro radon guy, the radon springs. Guy. <laughs> yeah. Golden earring. Was radar love? Great song. Nice. 
Yeah, yeah we all have song. we all have stories about gold earrings. <laughs> Was it a gold hoop earring? Yeah, something <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading the episode. And uh, we'll check you next time. All right. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Right. Let's stop by. <laughs>